Well, hello, hello, and welcome to another broadcast of Obstruction to Justice. I'm Ann Moles, and we're going to just just dive into some, we're going to try to work with, with this uh, broadcast today. There's a lot to talk about, I'm telling you, but the what, what we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about the ethnic beauty supply industry. And what better person than to, to kind of lead us in the right direction than entrepreneur James Davis. Welcome, Brother Davis. Thank you for having me this evening. <laughs> well, thank you for joining. We've been here before. You know, there was a couple of times where we we had a chance to, to uh, chat with you about your business. You have a, a great business there that uh, as far as you're an entrepreneur uh, and you've been an entrepreneur for many years. And that, uh, guys, you want to hear about him and his journey. It's out there. We've uh, done some work with that um, broadcast before, but a uh, few, few weeks ago. But here we get a chance to chat with you a little bit more because I think we had some technical difficulties the last yes, time with the audio and we couldn't use any of it. So I had to pull it. And, you know, I always say that when when things don't quite go right, that's because what you had to say was really important, you know. Mm -hmm. So we really do appreciate your uh, time and coming back and uh, working with us and sharing your uh, your your business and, and what it is, your concerns and being able to share with us as as uh, who you are. You know, uh, African-American man uh, in business, you know, been doing things in business for a long time. But, you know, brother, you were sharing with me about what's your shop like, huh? What do you got going on down there at your shop? Well, we have a, 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 a wide range of ethnic hair care beauty supplies. Uh, we have, of course, bundles. We have uh, synthetic hair, braiding hair. Uh, we have chemical supplies that we call chemical supplies like perms and shampoos and conditioners and things like that. Uh, we have brushes, uh, combs, uh, braids. I mean, braided, you know, for kids, uh, little beads for the kids and uh, hair dressing. Uh, we have a, a massive a, a number of products that we carry uh, in the beauty supply industry. Okay, um, well. it, it's been we've been doing it for going on three years. That's yeah. a short time. That is a short time for for where you are in Lee Summit. Now your yes. your shop itself. Now you were telling me about how you you have it decorated. What what's going on when I come when I walk in your shop? What am I gonna see? Well, you, if you come, you know we have we have some TVs on the on the walls. If you come on a Saturday morning, because those who remember back in back in the day, we used to mm -hmm. watch Soul Train on Saturday mornings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you can watch Soul Train videos. Yeah, okay. it's, amazing. it's pretty nice. Bring back the old school back on Saturdays. That's what I try to do here. And yeah, between Monday and, Monday and Friday, we you know, I still play music. I still play old school music. Uh, you know, okay. I play. You know, old temptations and uh you know things like that springs and things like that it's old school mm -hmm. music all Get right 
So you play that old school music. People oh, get yeah, into the groove and come yeah. in and shop now because you go to the different stores and it's going to be somebody's going to play some music somewhere. Mm -hmm. Right. So right. every store you go into, you're going to hear some type of music. You go to the grocery store. It's going to be <laughs> whatever uh, uh, classical music in some of the stores, you know, old school oldies, but goodies, right. you know, 50s music and classic mm -hmm. rock. You're going to get all kinds of uh, of that different uh, style of music. But hey, you know, your shop, you're, you're it's owned by an African-American. So uh, you're mm -hmm. going to choose the kind of style of music that you enjoy playing. Now, if it were me, I probably would enjoy some of that, too. I tell you, my shop would probably be mm -hmm. on that same level. I throw some gospel in it, though. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Maybe you can pull it up ah. you know, for you know for the people sometimes. That's a great yeah. idea. Throw some gospel because that's definitely, I mean, he is the root of I believe our community. Uh, mm -hmm. he's yeah. been what's holding us down and keeping us going, holding us down to stabilize us and keep our minds uh mm -hmm. going and blessing us, you know, because we're we're in a Things have not things. They say that they've gotten better, but I think uh, some of this COVID and the folks are still getting shot down in the streets in their cars and right. pulled over and uh, racial discrimination and and things like that. Are, it's still going on and it's not uh, doesn't seem to be going away. Well, it's been uh, over four hundred years. It's not going to stop. Mm -hmm. They've yes. been doing it for four hundred years. It's just not going to stop. It's going to continue. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think that what we try to to do is encourage. Uh, we we definitely you know that you have a lot of talking heads, you know, a lot of talking heads, people that speak for our community, African-American community. And, you know, of course, we're on here talking about African-Americans and business and and what goes on and everything. So you have the talking heads and we know what the situation is, I think, to. Uh, to logically speak is to say, okay, well, here's what the situation is, but then try to bring some solutions to yes, the table. Absolutely. Yeah. Bring some solutions to the table. Tell us what's going on uh, with the ethnic beauty supply industry. Well, well, this business has been around for quite some time. Uh, basically here in Kansas city started with Blankenship. He was a master distributors and he had a chance to go into a lot of stores here in, in, in the city. One was Skaggs. Used to be called Skaggs. First it was Cass, then turned to Skaggs. Mm -hmm. And then he had a lot of stores that he that he furnished the beauty supply uh, industry too. Uh and they brought all the perms and all the stuff back in them days. And you know, he had he had a store. He had, you know, mm -hmm. he had eighteenth Divine. At one mm -hmm. time you could walk into the store and purchase your goods. Then you have Morris's son. Gene Morris had his location over in Kansas, and he had one in Missouri. Now I was a youngster when that was when them guys were doing it. I just kind of remember them guys because mm -hmm. I had a, I came out with a hair care product called My Curl, so that kind of put my product in the move, and then put it in their stores, and that's how I kind of knew about the, the the beauty supply industry a little bit because I was, okay. You know, now you yeah. your your product My Curl. Uh, mm -hmm. How did you? What it? How did you make it? What What was it about that? How did you get it on the shelves? How did you? How did you manufacture it? Well, see, actually, what you do, you what you do, you find a chemist, mm -hmm. and once you get a chemist, you get a chemist report. They go ahead, and, and my family was the testers. 
my father, my mother, my sister, and my brother. We walked around here sometime with burnt scalps and burnt foreheads because the test mm -hmm. that that particular batch didn't come out right. Mm -hmm. But so we so we tested for a while until we come up we land the right one for us. It took us about maybe eight nine months to do that, hmm. and then we came out with a good product called Micro. And then we, then I had a company in Lot in Oklahoma to manufacture it for me. They put it in the jars for you. They produced the raw materials. They mixed that all up and they put it in the jars and seal it, and then mm -hmm. give you a finished package. And then that finished package, I paid them for that finished package. And then I go ahead and distribute the product to my customers. Or either I put it on shelves uh, that I have. That way I put my shampoo and conditioner on shelves. I used to own some stores. So I put mm -hmm. them on the shelves of the stores. And then I sold some to, to Blankenship and Blankenship Distributor. Gene Morris distributed for me in different places they had. And I also had some out-of-state accounts as well. So, you know, that's how I basically did it. And, okay. And, I ain't know nothing about it. I, mean, I just do it. Oh, well, and that that right there, you didn't know anything about it. But like you said, you just did it. You looked into you investigated, you know, you asked questions. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. I'm sure you wrote it down somewhere because we talked about, you know, how you would have meetings on mm -hmm. on your Sundays and mm -hmm. the only day off that you would have or it would be a short day where you could actually go and and mm -hmm. have a meeting with your uh, with your employees and everything and, and, you know, just kind of work on some things at that time. So, yeah, but I, I think the point is let's not be just because we don't know about how to do something doesn't mean that we don't try. Right. Absolutely. Do something, you know, yes. that manufacturing part, I think is where we're lacking in what I'm hearing it, when you're sharing with me about what's going on with the ethnic, uh, mm -hmm. beauty supply uh, industry mm -hmm. is that, you know, the manufacturing and the distribution. Mm -hmm. And we need, more, we need more of that to go on. We need more manufacturers of products that, that, that that's produced by black folk. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that is kind of turning the corners a little bit. Uh, but the problem is once that turn the corners, you're not going to be able to get distributorship going right because Koreans uh they they own the mat they own the most of the stores uh mm -hmm. the beauty supply stores and they won't buy anything from black folks they are geared not to do that mm -hmm. uh, uh mm -hmm. so it's, it's very difficult to get into their store now they may let a a, a few of the massive uh black owned beauty supply manufactured products in the store but just a few of them not a lot of them uh mm -hmm. so we have to be able to get the distribution we have to get the, the the retail stores in the number to our favor that we are the managers and the owners of the stores mm -hmm. and then we can be able to produce a lot more products including rubber bands now you might you might say rubber band rubber band rubber bands mm -hmm. is an excellent product to produce um uh brushes uh mm -hmm. eyebrow brushes uh, there's so many products you can produce with a dye. That's all you need is a dye. Once mm -hmm. you produce that dye, then you can massive production the products that you want when it mm -hmm. comes to the brushes and things like that. Now, rubber bands, you can buy them rubber bands over in China and buy them in bulk mm -hmm. and put your name on them and rubber bands, 500 okay. pounds. Yeah. Stick it and sell them. 
but you got to sell them to people that look like us that own the retail stores because Koreans won't buy them from you. So mm -hmm. once we conquer us, a lot more us in the retail, this retail business, then we mm -hmm. can be able to start producing rubber bands and, and brushes and things like that, that we can be able to sell to each other. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we were, we were chatting and we talk a, a lot um, mm -hmm. as far as, you know, business. I appreciate your conversations and, you know, what, the one of the solutions or actually let's talk about the problem one of the mm -hmm. problem why can't we seem to do business with each other african americans uh oh, you no. know as you had mentioned koreans uh do business with koreans and you know we talked about before how people from other countries come over and the people from uh, that continent don't don't even have to be from a particular country in Africa. But as Africans, the African come over and open up a store. You'll have other Africans to do business with them. People from India, uh, of course, they'll say, well, you know, the other major chains don't have the, the items that they use. Right. Mm -hmm. So you'll have a smaller section, but food is food. And I think that if if the Hispanic community or if the other ethnic communities went to the major chains to primarily purchase their goods or their foods and goods and services, then, of course, they would accommodate them because they would bring their money in and they would make mm -hmm. make a bigger, bigger spot for them on the shelf. So I don't right. think that it's the, the fact that what they're saying, OK, well, you have more uh, more options and product mm -hmm. on the you know, at the specialty stores, mm -hmm. I, I think that the fact that they do support their their own, right? They support their own. When's the yeah. last time you seen a, when the last time you seen a Korean person in Price Chopper? Yeah, Walmart. A, I, a I Hispanic person in Walmart. A yeah. Price Chopper. When the last time because they have their own stores. Yeah, they so do. They, do, they they support they support their own. They will mm -hmm. travel. Uh, there's a Chinese supermarket over in Overland Park, Kansas. They will travel over there to, to, to support their own. They got one down in River Key area as well. And Hispanic stores, they have several stores. They have one on Independence Avenue, and they also have one over here on, 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 on a, I think it's a, uh, over by, uh, I think it's Blue Spring, Blue Ridge. I think that's where that street that is on, down there by, I think I want to say, I can't know exactly. I think it's in a, it's in mid well, the it's, one it's, in Independence or the yeah, one on Independence one, Avenue. Well, Independence Avenue, I do know about that one, but mm -hmm. there's a one, there's no one over here in the city. I can't think where, I think it's Blue Ridge or something, but they have another store that they're owned by uh, Hispanics, but it stays packed. It stays it, packed. It, wow. It, and the one on Independence Avenue stays packed as well. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And the reason I know, I see these stores, I'm driving down the street, I'm familiar with these stores. And you know, because I'm familiar with them because I was going to try to sell them. I used to sell a sorbet cup to the Kansas City, Missouri School District when I was in the in the, in the safety business. Now mm -hmm. that cup's four ounces. Most most time you might see them inside a restaurant because they put little ketchup or whatever the case may be inside the you know inside the uh, container. Mm -hmm. uh, when I when when the school district subcontracted the, the the food service a uh, uh, part out to somebody else. I was stuck with like a hundred cases of these cups. A mm. hundred cases. These cups normally cost seventy-five dollars uh, wholesale. Mm. Uh, wholesale, seventy-five bucks. 
So I wanted to get rid of all of them. So I ended up trying to sell them for $35 just to get rid of them. I try to sell them to them stores, Hispanic stores, and in and, 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 and Chinese stores. They wouldn't even buy them from me for $35. Mm-hmm. They're going to be paying $70, $75 for them. Mm-hmm. They just geared not to support us no matter what we do and what we have to sell. Mm-hmm. So there's see, there's a big issue with that. And that's something that we got to start learning to start doing ourselves. We need to support each other mm-hmm. and, and start supporting each other in everything we do. Because like I said before, you can't go into a price shop or uh, either a Walmart store and see any Hispanic. You might very seldom see a Hispanic in the store or maybe an Asian in the store because they don't support nobody but their own. Mm-hmm. We support, we make everybody rich. We make Palestinians rich. We make mm-hmm. Indian folks rich. We make uh, um, yeah. Hispanic folks rich. Everybody rich but our own people. <laughs> you know, and, and look, I'm I'm an African American woman, right? So what what would make me go into any other store if I see an African American store store, okay, mm-hmm. and they sell what it is that I need? Mm-hmm. Uh, would I? Well, well I'm kind of kind of weird like that i'm gonna go in and, and see what's going on and spend as much as i can huh buy mm-hmm. whatever you got on this shelf because i'm just excited to see you mm-hmm. uh, but that's just one out of many and and i think that what they're saying okay you have uh the the blight in the inner city uh you have uh fresh fruits and vegetable deserts store mm-hmm. deserts and they have to go to the certain types of stores but do mm-hmm. they? And that's the whole point. Do they have to go to uh, the stores that aren't really supporting them and, and us in in uh, being able to buy our food and being able to buy whatever? Do we have to go to those stores? And I guess really the answer is yes. Now, I remember back in the day, Leon's. Was it Leon? Leon? United Super, 39th. 39th, United Super. Leon United Super on 39th Street. Yeah. And, and that was one of the stores. That was an African American store that serviced that area. But I don't know uh, what, what what mismanagement. Why isn't it not? Why didn't the chain go and 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 go to different parts of the areas that in the African American community? Why did they close? Why you know why why didn't someone else pick up and do and and uh, purchase a building and be able to support African-Americans in all quadrants of the communities, you know? I'm not sure about that deal because I knew Leon Super been there for quite some time. That's in Vineyard Gardens area. I used Mm -hmm. to live in that area many years ago and Leon was still over there. Mm -hmm. But it's just that uh, I'm not sure what happened. Maybe some do with management. I don't know. They should expand it. Leon is still living to this day. See, yes, I, I didn't know that. You know, and, and, and he's an old. I mean, he's been a, he's been a, he's been around this city for a long time. He, he's he's a he's an old fixture in this community, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And but I don't understand why he didn't move to a like maybe on an opportunity head on Prospect on that develop Maxwell development on Prospect. I didn't understand mm-hmm. why Leon didn't slide in there and move in there. I didn't understand that, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. So well, I don't know. What about, you know, and then too, there's pricing. You have to rent the facility. You have, that's an overhead cost. 
Uh, mm -hmm. We've talked about several of our entrepreneurs, business people have come on and shared how, you know, the it was just way too much. They were paying mm -hmm. and even yourself. You had shared how you were paying big money for the rent just to lease the, the building and leasing the space. Mm -hmm. uh, so maybe that was something to it. And even now there's redlining, uh, which is where it discriminates against African-Americans yeah. so that they can't purchase and buy homes in certain areas. Uh, you know, I know all of the stories, you know, we couldn't live, uh, couldn't buy a home past what 27th street, then couldn't buy a home past 35th street, then right. couldn't buy a home past 39th street. My father was one of the first uh, families to buy a home past oh, 39th street, you know, and mm -hmm. he, he worked for armor packing house. He worked his behind off, you know, that mm -hmm. was what he did, you know, for a living and was it uh, the kind of man that took care of uh, his mama and, uh, and aunts and everybody in the house. He mm -hmm. was the one that went out to work. That was kind of, that was that generation, I believe yeah. of, of African-American man. Not mm -hmm. perfect man, but at least African-American man that saw to where he did, they did what they could to, um, to bless the family mm -hmm. for as long as they could. You know, and I think that what we're talking about here is why can't we support other black yeah. businesses? You know, yeah. if, if managers, supervisors, uh and, and I'm saying like, a, and I'm just going to go ahead and mention too, and I'm not just saying, look, I'm, I'm not speaking hate and segregation. What I'm speaking mm -hmm. is an opportunity where uh, it becomes a better America to where, mm -hmm. uh, why can't I feel comfortable spending my money with other people that look like me? Why do I have to yeah. go and dress up and take my Louis Vuitton <laughs> And uh, dress up and look good and make sure I have my my hair fly because I don't yeah. came out there to, to Brother uh, Davis's shop and got my products and everything. And then I take my money and I roll up into every kind of business other That's than right. my own type of business. Well, you know what? I have relatives who don't come here and shop. Mm -hmm. Blood relatives. And some mm -hmm. of them not blood relatives. They still don't come here and shop. So that's, it's something with the mind, mm -hmm. I think, that goes on with that. People rather spend their money somewhere else instead of spending it somebody and look like them. Well, it's sad. we're never going to gain any wealth in America, but black folks don't start learning how to support one another. You know, they they, they, they think they they think they're not going to get a, a a product. Like it's just old ice method back in the day. For some reason, they think the ice is colder on that side than it is on that side. Is that it? Or is it that, well, I'm not going to, I work for this dollar. I'm not going to give it to someone that looks like me. I'm going to give it to the white man to try I'm to impress it. him. That's right. Impress him. You're right. You know what? I'm tasting. <laughs> see, I do something that a lot of people do. I'm, I'm admitted right now. You know, I do stock some of the stores, the, the mm -hmm. beauty supply stores. I stock them because I want to find out what's going on. So I'm out in the parking lot. And I'm serious. This is a true statement. I'm out in the parking lot on one of them. And all of a sudden, the, Twice, but maybe three times. I'm in the parking lot about an hour. The women pull up and they make through the makeup. They fix yourself all up, look good, mm -hmm. and then they go into the store. Mm -hmm. I never could figure that out. Why do you fix your hair up and makeup? Okay, because you can't store? just go look any old kind of way going anywhere. It's not like you all that miss prim and proper. You get yeah. treated better when you look good. 
Mm-hmm. So they I have did. to look past all of this brown skin. They have mm-hmm. to look past all of this black skin. And then they say, uh, oh, well, she's pretty. Uh, let me at least treat her right. You know? Yeah. And, and I never could figure that out. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. You know, you want to look good, but yeah, I, I want to look good. Whenever I hit the door, I try to look my best most of the yeah. time. Let's just say, okay, if I'm not getting out the car, no telling what. I'll have a baseball cap on and I'm out there, right? But if mm-hmm. I know I'm got, I have to get out the car. You know, I, I'm I'm from a different era. We're gonna do the best we can to make sure that we look good. But right. it's also right. about the uh, the uh, two. When we say now, look, when I make the statement, white man, look, I'm talking about a society. I'm, I'm talking about the, the consciousness of privilege. I'm not talking about our white brothers and sisters or mm-hmm. Hispanic brothers and sisters or mm-hmm. in, people from India or. Uh, um, Indian American brothers and sisters. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the consciousness of of fear, uh, the consciousness of of discrimination, huh? mm-hmm. the consciousness of privilege, to where they think, and this is a thought process that they think that they're better, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Not to mm-hmm. not to hate and not to mention. Okay, when I say that, and you know, people say, "Mom, you know, you're racist or whatever." I get, no, I'm not, 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 not in the sense that you think I am. And mm-hmm. I think let's go beyond that. Truth is that we live in a racist society. How can we not, not be, be racist? Racist. <laughs> you know, people. This oh, he's racist. You know, this is built, built on segregation, separation, every hate, day, every day. Yes. It is built on it. And so the thing is, is that, okay, you ask the question, why does she fix herself up before she going? Because, you know, the first thing you think about, I don't want them to sit up there and say that she was out of place or, you know, uh, I'm not going to serve her right or treat her right. The thing we have to get our before we go anywhere, we have to get our minds together most of the time. You know, now I've, I've lived in European American communities and I've lived around all different kinds of people. So I'm, I'm kind of immune to I'm just out there. I'm big mama by now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gonna respect me because I'm older. Not so much because not, you know, young people have it hard. Right. You know, they try yeah. to figure out where they fit in and all that or whatever. But I right. think that that's kind of where it is, my brother. You know, I think that it's about, look, you know, you have to psych yourself up to say, oh, I got to go in here and look, you know, and and, and everything. I don't want people to judge me. They already are going to judge me. Well, you See, know, it's just amazing. They're going to prejudge me already. You know, it made me because I like in one of my other spying uh, 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 tours, uh, I went into one place and I posted this. I posted this about six, seven months ago. Now, I'm I'm go, I'm, I'm sitting there and all of a sudden there's a young Korean guy come out of the store. He goes over to the area. I guess we're you know where we are where our employees park at, and because I can probably that's the area like nine, ten cars is staying there for a long period of time. So I'm assuming that's where the employees park at. It's a Korean kid. He's probably about I don't know twenty. Maybe 21. Hey, Risa, Sister Risa Singleton, thanks for joining. Yeah, go ahead. You know, uh, he gets into uh, uh, look like a newer BMW, white. Mm-hmm. Pulls off. And I said, wow. And then I'm driving down the street. There's some young kids, black kids in their 20s, sitting on the bus, catching the bus. Mm-hmm. Now, that to me, some somehow, some way, that stuck with me. And I don't and I'm trying to wonder why did that stick with me like that? And it's still stick with me to this day. Now they 
they live very with Johnson County tags because they live very large over Johnson County. But our little kids is sitting on the bus. You know, we had to change this. I thought we had to change it, and it's going to be a while. But we're going to change this. Mm -hmm. This is this is getting crazier and crazier and crazier because mm -hmm. we're going to change the way we think about what we need to be doing. And, and if somebody opens a, a black folks open up a business, and and, and it got to be a good business. You can't walk in the, in the store and got one thing on the shelf, and they want you to buy it. Right, and they, right. And, you know, every ten days they change it. You don't, you don't go into business like that anyway. But you want to go. Well, maybe that's some of the experience. You know, we do try. You know, I think that African American businesses. Let's not try to get rich off one sale. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. they they gonna and maybe that's kind of how it is. Maybe the Korean mm -hmm. is gonna have a reasonable price huh, in his hair shop, but then you go into some shops. May and yeah. then the prices be jacked up. You're gonna well, pay more. Well, You're gonna pay a dollar, that. two dollars more. I, I understand that people say that a whole lot, but see, I, I I've learned the concept of that. That's not always the case because see, because the people come in this store in here and they say, "Oh, that's kind of high." And I look at them and say, "How much you been paying for it?" Mm -hmm. I don't know. So if you don't know what you've been paying. <laughs> How do you think mine's is high? But you know what? But I got a oh, oh, oh I can tell you some stories you wouldn't believe. But I got mm -hmm. a sign up here that says we will match any match price, price anywhere. Okay. You know, anywhere. But, I, but when people come, I mean, I mean, once in a while, once a month or twice a month, most people don't answer our prices right. They, they, they already probably already know we're reasonable. But mm -hmm. people who do it bothers me, and they say, and, and and they will sit there and say, "Well, this is high." And but well, they but never here's know another thing too. Let's have some, let's have some, uh, I would say, I, I I would consider this in that, okay, they might be saying, oh, this is high. But, you know, to me, everything's high. Because, girl, is, I'm kind of frugal like that. Well, you know, that's I'm okay. Kinda, that's okay. I'm but why, she, but, everything's but, but high to me. You, but but I'm, I'm going to ask you then, because where you been buying, you been buying from yeah. Korea. So I'm going to ask you where you been buying it from. You don't know the price. You don't, you don't ask them yeah. that. No, and, and that's true. Buy. I'll know. I would tell you how much I know how much I usually pay for everything. Yeah. You know, yeah, well, you because know. I buy the yeah. same stuff all yeah. the time. Right, and a lot of people do. So that's why I got this big old sign. When you mm -hmm. walk in these doors, it's when you hit you in the face. We match all, including Walmart, Target, all the Korean stuff. We match anybody. Mm -hmm. People come and say, "I was. I got this at Walmart for seven ninety nine. I got nine ninety nine on it, so I just bring it down to seven ninety nine mm -hmm. for Walmart." Mm -hmm. A billion dollar company. Yeah. I bring it down. Yeah, that uh, that 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 price matching is going to help us, right? That's yeah. going to help the business. That's going to let mm -hmm. them know. Look, and a lot of companies price match. So that's Absolutely. just being just a good business Absolutely. doing the price Absolutely. matching. Okay, back again. Why mm -hmm. why don't African Americans do business with mm -hmm. other African Americans? Passionately do business mm -hmm. with them because what I'm hearing, uh, you go past the uh, Hispanic supermarkets, they're packed. Yeah. Uh, wherever wherever you're going, uh, in any mm -hmm. other kind of store, they they stay busy. But then mm -hmm. you see one of our little stores, and it, mm -hmm. it's just ain't nobody struggling. around. Ain't nobody you know. struggling every day, struggling just to survive. Mm -hmm. Every day uh, we're struggling. Self-loathing. Mm -hmm. Self-loathing. Self-hate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that's something that I thought about. Why why can't we support each other? You know, we're taught to mm -hmm. to not not like ourselves very well. Now, look, uh 
European Americans, they can go dye their hair whatever color they want. They go blind. Everybody wants to be a blonde. I don't know why, yeah. but <laughs> everybody wants to go blonde. Hmm. Uh, right. So they'll dye their hair any color and their beauty products, they're going to cater to uh, the their look, right? So right. is it self-hate because most European American women to be considered sexy and cute to their uh, European American man, you have to be blonde, right? Uh, and shapely, skinny, straight hair, whatever. Everything's straight, 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 right? No mm -hmm. curves or whatever, mm -hmm. nowhere, right? So if if that's the case, then there's there may be a subconscious self-hate there even, even with the female there, you know? Now, why do uh, our products usually... They, I used to get caught back in the day. It's like, why don't you wear your hair straight? I don't want to wear my hair straight uh, all the time. My hair isn't straight. I want to wear my hair the way it is. I want to be natural. One of the reasons why I went natural. I did the big chop. I went natural because I want to see me. I want to look in the mirror and be okay with it. Now I do fight the grays a little bit, but <laughs> I don't want to see that much of me. But I do want to see me. So yeah. what it when we're talking about beauty supply, uh, what what we're saying is what are what are your biggest what are your biggest sellers? My biggest sellers is actually going to be uh, shampoos and conditioners, and uh, uh, deep conditioners. Uh, and we, you know, I want to say that's that's our biggest sellers. Mm -hmm. uh, people people are trying to, you know, of course, they have. To wash that hair, mm -hmm. they had to keep it clean. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's when I want to say our biggest seller. But then we sell, mm -hmm. of course, bundles too. Bundles is not a bad deal. We sell hair, synthetic mm -hmm. hair, braiding hair. But our biggest mm -hmm. seller is shampoos and conditioners. Okay, and leave that's interesting. And leave-on conditioners. Leave-on conditioners. That that's interesting because yeah. you know I'm picking a fight. I'm going in. I want to. I want to ask the questions because I want to. I want to not just discuss what the issues are, but I want to come to some solutions here. What, yes. what can we do to fix this? All right. So the shampoo and conditioners is what is what you sell. That's one of your biggest sellers, the bundles, which, you know, mm -hmm. bundles, that's the braided hair. You can do all different kinds of styles with it. And, mm -hmm. you know, one thing about us, we're so busy as, as African-American women, we just don't have time to be sitting up every morning, pulling and straightening and, mm -hmm. and all this. So we like easy styles. You know, so I, I dig where you're you're sharing. Hey, you know, the consumer goes in mm -hmm. uh, African-American consumer. I'm not even going to try to use that because that's one another bad word to me. We're not consumers. We're people. And we, we purchase things. We have a purchasing power as right. Americans. We're not consumers. We have a purchasing power. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So here we go. We're going and we we're we're purchasing uh, things that to help and to condition and to keep and maintain what we have. And mm -hmm. that's, that's pretty interesting. So uh, the self hate isn't coming from, uh, isn't coming from, okay, well, I, I need to look a certain way. Cause I remember back in the day, what, what was it? The straightening, the hair, straight hair, this curly, mm -hmm. uh, this type of hair, this color hair, mm -hmm. uh, curly hair, whatever. But to do whatever it takes to uh to here's a big word here's where i'm going with this assimilate mm -hmm. okay, you said assimilate 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. To assimilate because there was, uh, if you're going to a job somewhere, could you wear your braids? Would they let you wear your braids on certain jobs? And, and there's been big discussion and you hear the different blurbs going on in the, in the different news media. She was a news anchor or she Good was mark. a reporter and she couldn't wear her braids. They wanted her to look a certain way. Right. And, you know, I, I say shame on them. Right. But this is what's in, this is what's in the, the bag background of of that particular industry is that there's a certain look that you have to have right. um they want you to have they right. want you to have and why is this okay mm -hmm. and here here it is uh assimilation right so when you look at the tv or any mm -hmm. type of media or whatever you're seeing someone that looks more european american as opposed to african american right to assimilate, to, you know, to look a certain way, to, to be in, um, to uh, take in information, assimilate, to assimilate, to take in information, ideas or culture mm -hmm. and understand it fully uh, to cause something to resemble or liken. So mm -hmm. to cause something to resemble, I to assimilate, to, I want to resemble, I want to fit in. We call it just fitting in. Why do I need to fit in? You know, we're we're all unique and different. God made us all unique yeah, and different. Absolutely. You know, different fingers, uh, fingerprints, uh, different eye uh, design or whatever. Everything about us is says unique. So why do we have to be uh, uh, to assimilate, to be like the European American? Right. Well, mm -hmm. it's also about a sales pl ploy. But then once we uh, once we see. Uh, what's supposedly acceptable, mm -hmm. uh, then then it becomes marketable. Then everybody wants to be like it. So then here comes the self-hate. Uh, well, I don't look like her. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm not shaped like her. My hair isn't straight like hers, right. you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it goes on for little girls to little boys, you know. So what is it about the African-American male where he turns on the TV, who who can he see? Why does everybody have to be gay looking, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, uh, look, why does everyone have to be they, cosmopolitan, you know, mm -hmm. effeminate when it mm -hmm. comes to male, African-American males? That That's who's on there. And, and folks have to be funny. So mm -hmm. look, I don't understand that. So we're talking about the assimilation, self-hatred, mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. those types of things. And then when it comes to taking my the dollar to go spend it with someone that looks like me, maybe that's the point. I don't like me enough. Right. You know, yeah. maybe that's right. the point. As African you know, you it, And you hit it right on the nail. That's right. You're absolutely right. Then they go do we mad at I'm, I'm mad at myself. So I don't want to go shop with these people over here because I'm just I don't like me. Yeah. So I'm somebody else i won't go shop the other people because they don't you know i want them to you you hit it i that want them sense. to like me i want them yeah. to accept me yeah. so i'm yeah. gonna go in i don't care what they yeah. ask oh for i want to i want to impress everybody else but myself yeah. <laughs> you know but, uh, somebody look like me or someone that looks like me, right? Yeah. I don't want to impress. I don't want to get the approval of someone that looks like me. I want to get an approval from a stranger, and Absolutely. it goes on and on. So the Absolutely self right. self loathing uh, to assimilate it's it's by design. Mm -hmm. 
So, right. you know, we're taught to assimilate it from early on. Back, I remember Whoopi Goldberg, remember she did that routine of her long, long uh, blonde hair uh, back in the day when Whoopi Goldberg first came out. She was, you know, very about it, right? Mm-hmm. And had that long, but it was just a shirt tied mm-hmm. on her hair as head as a little girl. And she just played like she had long, long blonde oh, okay. hair. Okay. Yeah, yeah, too. So we're we're talking about here, here, my brother. You know, you mm-hmm. you have that that business there that says a lot, provides mm-hmm. a service, and you know we we want to enjoy our products and enjoy ourselves. Mm-hmm. But then why can't we get folks in there, not just yep. in your store and shop, but in other businesses right. that are African American owned, so that we can have some purchasing power. Um, yeah. There's a lot of politics. We don't know why Brother Leon didn't keep his store and expand. You know, right. Gates of, did. There's been a lot of Leon. There's been a lot of Leons who didn't keep their stores and you know, grocery stores or clothing stores. Mr. B had a clothing store like Pinners back in the day. And oh, Mr. Mr. B, B wasn't Pinners. That wasn't no, Pinners. It was Pinners, like it's still Pinners, but it used to be a store called Mr. B's. He was on Swole Parkway. He had he had suits, he had he had ties, he had shirts, and it's called Mr. B. Mr. B. And it, Mr. B used to own another jury, a little small jury store in Prospect back in the day. So he had the same thing going on, but people just did not support Mr. B. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, but Penner uh, there, yeah, they got that buy buy one one suit get ten suits free, <laughs> you know. So I mean, I don't know what kind of suit you gonna get and get ten more free, hey. something like that. That's but but that, that was the <laughs> but that was the end thing, right? So yeah. if if a brother yeah. had some money and he mm-hmm. knew he needed a suit, where would yeah. he go? Well, well, back in the day, if he needed a suit. Mr. B's had some nice suits. I bought a couple of suits from Mr. B's back in the day. He had some nice suits. Mm-hmm. But normally where I kind of, I, I, I back in the day, I bought my suits, I think, from Wolf Brothers. I bought a couple of suits from Wolf Brothers on the plane. I bought a, a coat, things that Mr. B's did not have. Mm-hmm. So, but I wouldn't have, the only time I ever went to Pinners was to buy a hat, a Dobbs hat back in the day. You know, mm-hmm. we, and I, matter of fact, I still had them Dobbs hats back in the day. And we're talking mm-hmm. about back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. But but I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, we uh, I just wish that we could find ways to have a clothing store that's black owned, uh, mm-hmm. a, a jewelry store that's black owned, either a restaurant in Kansas City that's black owned. We don't have any. Well, any Nieces, is she still around? I'm not saying Nieces. Nieces is fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying about I'm not saying about Peachtree. They're, they're fine. Good, good mm-hmm. folks. Mm-hmm. You know, good food. But I'm talking about you can go in there and take your date out and spend two or three hundred dollars that yeah. night. For a couple, they sit down for a nice romantic dinner, and and you know, and, and, and waiter waiting on them, you know, something like that. Some, something, some really nice. I you think know. Peachtree tried to do that one time. Well, they, well, they tried, tried to do, do that. On Lee Summit. They tried doing the least summit here, mm-hmm. and they tried to do it downtown, KC Pile Life District. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work. But we need something like that here in this city. We don't have that. Now, don't have why that did it work? Why didn't it work? I think maybe they're, I'm saying, here's here, in my mind, I believe it was because they started out as a buffet. Look, why would I pay uh, for same price with buffet? I can eat as much as I want. Why would I go to your restaurant and I know that it's going to be buffet, right? Uh, but so your cuisine will have to be a little bit different. 
the branding would have to be a little bit have different. To. Yeah, it would. It would be. You know, you can't take the same branding and okay, now over here because it's here and the lights are low and I put a tablecloth on the table, it's gonna be a um uh fifty dollar plate. Really. Right. Yeah. Right. You can't do but that. Over, but over here, you know, you still right. get your all, all you can eat table for fifteen, sixteen dollars, right? Right. So yeah. I think that that's where the branding to me, that's what kind of messed that one up. Uh, well, you, because they're right. still I mean, hanging out, they're mm -hmm. still still doing their business there. Yeah, they're still doing. I mean, yeah, I eat there at least once a week. Mm -hmm. So I mean, at least once a week there, and, and I, you know, it's buffet style, and it's it's good. Mm -hmm. But I think mm -hmm. that we just need a more exclusive restaurant, elegant. I want to say restaurant that you can walk in there and spend, you know, and sit back, mm -hmm. and, you know, the lights down a little bit, and you'll get your nice tender steak, you know, uh, mm -hmm. the uh, some some. Uh, pork chops whatever you're going to do and, and and have a real nice meal and spend some money we don't have that here we don't have again like i no. said before no jewelry stores no clothing stores okay well let's go let's kind of back up do we have jewelry store clients right as an african-american community collectively we have purchasing power but mm -hmm. then uh based on the one-on-one -on -one decision making the purchasing mm -hmm. power isn't there Okay. Uh, I mean, you, you know, folks are still making less than a European American family. And mm -hmm. they, you know, as far as the responsibilities, they still have to, they're making 50,000, you're making 20,000, whatever. I mean, there's still a big disparity there. So right, right. how, how is the African American going to be able to support, support that, that level of uh, presentation and, and mm -hmm. service? Uh, I think that this is where the buy-in comes in, in that all communities should support African American right. uh, businesses, right? So if if you do have money or whatever color or race you are, come and support the business because mm -hmm. why? It's good business. It's great. It's a great service. It's great product, right? And right. then it can grow from there, but. I don't know. I think that when we're talking about the disparities, it, it's still not going to, it's still not going to fly. Uh, the self-loathing, the assimilation part. Now uh, we've, and I just want to point this out. I'm going to ask you now we've been needing African-Americans that have been needing ethnic beauty products for a long time. Right. So we That's had cool. Madam CJ Walker, right. Who started, started this we would say uh and, and on and on but we've been needing it a long time now did kresge sell african-american uh beauty ethnic beauty products uh, uh no you know and i can even remember you couldn't go to a walmart and find right. you still really cannot there's like one shelf not at all. that's true that's right. true there's right. there's one shelf and then there are some there are some products on that shelf that mm -hmm. are not all black manufactured, black owned, mm -hmm. Af your African-American owned manufacturer. So mm -hmm. uh, in a lot of the the uh, Walmarts and not just Walmart, you know, shout out to Walmart, you know, the one stop shop place, you know, you, yeah. you provide Wally everything. World, you Wally World, too. Wally yes. World, nothing wrong with you. I'm not, you know, I'm not slamming yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not either. Target, you know, I'm not slamming you, you, you know. Kudos to your business, right? But what I am saying to the African-American community, we've been uh -huh. needing these products for a long time. So it, it, it's just not on the shelves like that. 
But right. now you're starting to see more of these mm -hmm. ethnic hair care products on the shelf. Right. And I'm like, well, why? Right. Well, right. now right. it's yeah. like, what, it, <laughs> what? what is it now? Okay, well, there's one product and I'm noticing and what I'm noticing, even in the culture, you have more. Uh, I don't call. I don't. I don't like the term "mixed." Mixed with what? With what? Right? We're mm -hmm. we're we're human beings. <laughs> Every single one of us. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I will uh, tolerate the term biracial. Right. 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 Absolutely. So biracial, biracial children, uh, because we're all part of the human race. Well. You know, you see more biracial people in, in the different communities. And and so maybe that's why I'm starting to see more of uh, ethnic beauty products on the shelf. What do you think? Yes. yes, you're absolutely right. And we mentioned Walmart. Walmart just had maybe now they used to have just one shelf. Now they have maybe four shelves mm -hmm. of products. And you're right. Now, I mean, they did seriously for many years here in Lee Summit. I know for sure because I've been in Lee Summit for over 21 years. And back in the day, they only had like one shelf, you know. He had to go ask somebody where it was. Well, yeah, well, well, you know, they had certain, they had the main items, you know, they had some greases, you know, they had some mm -hmm. shampoos, and that's about it. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what you had at Walmart. I mean, at Walmart here in Lee Summit. Mm -hmm. uh, it expanded now. They got probably about four shelves now. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, so Target is selling ethnic hair care products, and 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 and, and uh, so they are they have moved up to that. So there's a you know there's there's, there's JC Penney's. You go JC get ethnic products. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, but why? Why now? Okay, because, so because I, you know I haven't figured that out yet. Mm -hmm. I think because they know that customers are black folks that come in the stores. And they may need it. And we're not talking about a lot now. Don't get me wrong. We ain't talking about like we have here. We're talking about maybe five good products and that's it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, that's what they have. And, and and that's it. No more than that. Maybe, maybe no, no more than 10. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. they got a lot of black folks who come there and shop. Mm -hmm. And they figure they can pick up some shampoo or some conditioner or, uh, mm -hmm. or something, you know, moisturizer for their hair. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and you got to, you know, you got them stores like that are doing that now, and and and, and it's a market for it. this. This is a yeah, this is a market. There billion. is a market for it. Yeah, there's billions mm -hmm. of dollar market in this industry. Mm -hmm. That's why we should be controlling it. And one of these days, probably, and I probably won't be around when it happens. We need to take it over, and have it, because this is so much. It's so many dollars involved in this industry. It's amazing, mm -hmm. billions of dollars, billions that mm -hmm. don't fall in our hands. That don't go, yeah. It doesn't circulate in the community. Uh, oh, if if it did, uh, you know the the if if we did cater and do more business with mm -hmm. black businesses, mm -hmm. uh, African American businesses, then we wouldn't have to uh, be so concerned about the redlining because look, mm -hmm. red line starts and stops where the where the money is. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just tell and I know if we really study what's going on, uh, it, even though it's by design to uphold and and encourage discrimination and, and uh, mm -hmm. racism. Right. Even though it's there, the, mm -hmm. the real truth about it is that it's really all green, uh, yeah. really, because it's happening. See, slowly mm -hmm. but surely, it's also seeping into mm -hmm. other communities. 
mm-hmm. where people don't, they may not get it. They don't understand what's going on. Right. And it's, it's okay when it's happening to your neighbor somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay when it's happening to your African-American neighbor, but as long as it's not coming over in my neighborhood, then right. we're okay. Well, we see that we think we see it, but what are the, what are the children learning in schools? Right. What are they learning in schools about uh, social, social injustice, social acceptance, Mm-hmm. Um, what are they learning? So the generation that you think you think you're all right, but you still have to think about the generations too, mm-hmm. because what are they learning? What are they going through to right. the point to where it's going to still make you all right? Because if we live to be old, and then we get in the the different uh, situations where we, of course, want to have one of our children or or nephew, a niece, or somebody help take care of us. Well, they come from a mindset that is not quite right, not quite there. So you think it's okay because it's happening to your neighbor. But uh, one of the main solutions, and I want to just mention this, that one of the main solutions that we have to uh, combat, combat and defeat uh, self-loathing, the self-loathing spirit, uh, the thought that I'm I'm just not I'm not as good as someone else or whatever, whether consciously or subconsciously. Yes, uh, to de- yeah, to defeat the the assimilation spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. I have to be like everyone else to be accepted. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, my goodness. No, uh, I couldn't if I wanted to. Huh? There is always going to be something different about me. Oh, and yeah. I love it. Right. Mm-hmm. To combat that spirit. It, to combat the hate uh, period uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's going around uh, would be there is a I do want to mention there is a scripture. Hmm. Let's mm-hmm. go back. People say, oh, well, you know, God, you know, Jesus was they show him he was a white man with uh, blonde hair and long blue eyes and, and white skin. No, you know, and one thing that people can argue about what God, mm-hmm. what Jesus looked like, but he was. Um, he was a Hebrew. He, so what, what did Hebrews look like 2000 mm-hmm. years ago? Yeah. What did they look like? That's what he looked like. Why yeah. do we think that uh, there's such hate uh, against Jewish people too? Right. They, they get it too. The, the Holocaust was real guys. Yes, it was. So, you know, why, why do we argue about what Jesus looked like and, and not listen to his words? So, I think that one of the main things that uh, the argue this the white man's Bible. Well, if you open it up and it's kicking wisdom and the, the highlight, the star of the show was a Hebrew who, you know, had could get dark, who had curly hair, uh, mm-hmm. who grew a beard because we, we hear and read about how they snatched his beard out. Mm-hmm. So all of those, those great characteristics about him. Look, who whose report are you going to believe? Right. I say just open up the book. So they have this Matthew chapter 22 verses 36 through 40. And it says this is where it says they were asking Jesus, uh, mm-hmm. teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with mm-hmm. all your mind. Mm-hmm. Verse 38, this is the first and greatest commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor mm-hmm. 
as yourself. That is, unselfishly seek the best or higher good for others. Mm -hmm. The whole law and the writings of the prophets depend on these two commandments. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as African-Americans, if we keep God first, let's put him first. Let's get back to, to our roots in real, the for real roots. It was, it was way better when uh, Big Mama, Paw Paw, and folks was going to church and being in church for real and raising the kids because that's where the, the wisdom was coming forth, right? Because right. the, the old teachers right. were young. The old teachers were young. And these young folks got to realize that the old teachers are young. Mm-hmm. So what is the old teaching, right? So what are what are the older folks teaching the younger folks? And I think that if we just go with the flow, I'm older. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I want to be older. <laughs> I'm okay with being older. I don't have another choice. <laughs> hey, I, I don't mind being older. So yeah, with the it. older teaching the younger, uh, what are we supposed to be? Let, let's teach the wisdom. The only way, I don't know any greater wisdom. You can't get it in a textbook if the argument is you can't get it in a textbook because they're not, they're miseducating the kids in school. We're not included in the textbooks as far as African-American history and all that. You can go farther back and get some of this for real history with the Mm -hmm. King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, right? And then take that history and, and get into it, assimilate with it. Be like it, right? Be like it in him. So here we go. You have that uh, love the Lord thy God. So put him first. And then the second Mm -hmm. commandment, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Now, Mm -hmm. so think about what if you were in business? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, The shout outs, all the crickets out there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what what if you were in business? Tell about it. Say, preach it. Yeah. What, what would you, would you 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 will love thy neighbor as thyself? The part right. is we don't love ourselves. Right. How can we love our neighbor if uh-huh. we don't love ourselves? Mm-hmm. And I know this is one of the most selfish times in. Oh my in goodness! Society. It is the most selfish, but it's, it's false. It's, it's a lie. It's not truth about, uh, to be selfish. There's things that you should be concerned and and selfish about. Right. Mm -hmm. But then not this selfish is not a, it's not a bad word, but Mm -hmm. it's self when it's directed properly, it's okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Selfish about how you spend your time, you're taking care of your children and, in different things, how you pay attention, love thy neighbor as thyself. You can't, if you're not loving yourself, you're not going to love me to come into my shop. You're not going to love me to, to want me to do better. And, and that's what he's talking about to do better. Uh, as far as, as that is unselfishly seek the best or higher good for others. Yes. You know, you're not going to be able to do that. And that's just one of the one of the the, the law that the, the Lord was teaching about. How right. can we do that? How can we love others and we don't love ourselves? And I believe it's by design. So mm-hmm. if we can teach our children and our grandchildren, I'm going back to it, to love yourself, love mm-hmm. your, themselves in that 
you're okay. You don't have to straighten the hair, you know. Mm -hmm. it, you don't have to look European, you right. know. Right. You you know, you don't have to look hoochie. Mm -hmm. oh, huh? oh. I see it on I see it on the internet every morning. See a string line. I don't understand that. I do you not understand that for nothing. You don't have to. I do not yeah. understand that. I mean, you can't. You got nothing on. I'm a man. I should be looking. Okay, I guess I'm supposed to be okay to look for it. But it's so degrading of our race. Mm -hmm. And if you, you don't look, have to look, look yanky. Yeah, if you look at African movies, they don't show all that, you know. But we, our women, want to show everything they have already. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand mm -hmm. that. Yeah. You know, and I teach my daughter. Now, my daughter, like I mentioned, I mentioned before, she's in medical school. Now, I try to teach her all I can. I got a son who's a, he's a TSA agent, but he's a good kid. But I mm -hmm. teach my kids mm -hmm. the right thing is possible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we have to teach our kids. Now, my little granddaughter, I, got I teach her too. Mm -hmm. We have to teach our kids the best. Because we had to be the teachers because yeah. we are the adults. And yeah. we if my daughter was on, on, on one of them things I see on the internet going, I would oh I get on about it. it. She wouldn't be doing that no more. You know. But that's that's I know somebody parent uh, you ain't seen your but, daughter. But it's, it's socially acceptable, is the point. Is it's it? really what's expected. It's really normal, right? Is and it? it's normal socially acceptable. And that's why they think it's okay. We don't have to be skanky, uh, fast tail, uh, rump shakers, hoochie mamas, mm -hmm. uh, baby mamas. You know, that's all they see. That's all we're seeing yeah. as far as what's out there, what's cool, what's hip. Mm -hmm. You know, back what was, you know what was hip back when in the eighties, Jordash jeans. With the yeah, I remember commercial. <laughs> I remember the girls had them commercials, Jordan's jeans. Jordan's girls go buy them with a little, little gold symbol on the back. Yeah. Uh, I used to watch it when they walking. They had a the gold symbol. That was cool. That was cool. Jordan's jeans. You you was covered up. Yeah. Huh? You, yeah. It wasn't. It, you, but it, that was that was the that was the hip got had it going on outfit. Now right. it's. It's just ridiculous, but but I'm not I'm not slamming kids' clothes. What I am saying is that what you wear becomes right. it's a mindset of who you are. Right. You know, I understand creativity, but let it be your creativity. Not let's mm -hmm. not uh, allow and dictate. You put that stuff on. You know, you don't feel comfortable putting that stuff right. on. You want to show everything, like you say. Hey, look, you know, you don't feel comfortable putting it on. So, getting rid of the self loathing. Mm -hmm. The self hate, getting rid of trying to assimilate to be more European or mm. or whatever. Even I don't care any other any any other nationality other than yourself. You want to be have the long flowing go go buy you some. Be be neat about it. Be cool mm. about it, and then clean your house too. Yeah, huh? yeah. Amen. Let's clean up. Let's cook. Amen. Let's prepare some good oh, meals. We can, get it, we can get in that subject right there one day. I'm telling you, we can. You know. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it kind of works both ways, the men and women both, but somehow that's why we can't come together. Like I always tell folks down this day, you put a hundred women in the room together and ask how many married, mm -hmm. probably four of them. 
There's a reason. Well, that's part of our it. community, though, too. See, because yeah. it's not, it's it's socially okay not to be married. That's right. It's that's socially so okay to issues. live together. There's so many issues about this. We need to start coming together as men and women and sticking together and watch each other back. We need mm-hmm. each other right now more than ever. Yes, we more do. Than ever. Because it is getting to a point, things are getting really bad for the black communities, black mm-hmm. folk, period. And we need to start coming together, start sticking together among and forming a family, yeah. you know, that got your back. Because if you're down, I'm going to help you get up, baby. If you're down, I'm going to help you get up. Right, right. Together. If it right. ain't working, go your way. Go your separate ways. But you need to find somebody that, that loves you and you love them. And, and, and Oh, I can get in all day about this. We could. It, it, the communication factor, right? right? It's, it's right. the communication factor. Let's yeah. communicate properly. Yeah, Let, let's get the, get our hands off of each other's necks yeah. and, and our hands out of each other's crotches. Right. I mm. see it all the time. That's yeah. why I can talk so much about that. I've heard so many stories over the last 20, 30 years. It's oh. amazing that while we mm. can't come together as a couple mm-hmm. and be something, because we can grow okay. together and be mm-hmm. somebody and be mm-hmm. something. But we refuse not to. We don't want to. We're so selfish. We don't care what the other person. Yeah. Person, more you get more, and I'm getting. I'm getting more than you. I'm gonna keep what I got. Forget mm-hmm. what you got. Mm-hmm. I want to share yours, but we're gonna. I'm gonna keep mine. Well, you know, I do want to mention it, and I'm gonna say one little thing because you know we're gonna mm-hmm. need to get it. We could talk about this all evening, oh, my, my brother. Yeah, but but you know, I think that there there's something else even too about legalizing marijuana. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. When you're legalizing marijuana, you're saying that it's okay. Mm-hmm. What? How do people feel when they get uh, high? Hmm. Mm-hmm. You smoke weed. You. It's all about you. I'm mm-hmm. hungry. I'm mm-hmm. sleepy. I'm mm-hmm. tired. I'm wanting some, you know, illicit relations. You know, it's <laughs> all about you right. when you get high, right? right? So if you're legalizing the the mm-hmm. narcotic that numbs the brain to where you're not thinking about mm-hmm. anyone else other than yourself, mm-hmm. then that's going to make it even worse. So yeah. I, I'm against legalizing marijuana, but I'm, I'm also against smoking marijuana mm-hmm. huh, or any other illicit drug. Mm-hmm. Including overeating, I'm against that. The food is poison, y'all. And mm-hmm. why overeat the, you know, poison food? Learn to, we need to learn to cook our food to where it's healthy and it makes us mm-hmm. feel good. Eat what mm-hmm. makes us feel good, huh? Right. Not that we're taught to crave sugar and salt and things that make us big and cause diabetes and mm-hmm. high blood pressure, and then right. we die young, and then that leaves we're too sick to try to minister. To and talk to the yeah. younger generation, and the younger generation, you know, is out mm-hmm. there trying to figure this thing out. And by the time they do, it's too late, and it's, it's just late. a vicious cycle. It's too late, you know. So it's by design. Mm-hmm. Oppression, hydro, uh, the the cortisol, the 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 different hormones and stimulants mm-hmm. that build up in your body because you're you're frustrated and angry, right? And, and sad, you know, all of that, you know, it's. It, it's just we have to have our minds clear. That's right. We have to we have that. our minds clear. We have to have our minds clear. And, and that that uh, that scripture. All right. See, I'm, yeah. I'm a Christian. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm going to let everything. Not. Everything. Business. It's all about him, right? 
So that scripture, you know, when we can love thy neighbor as thyself. So what does that mean? First, we need to love God and then he'll teach us how to love ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then we'll take that love that he taught us to love him and love ourselves and then love each other mm-hmm. and then be able to see uh, and appreciate wanting to see others do better, too, because when they do better, then you do better. That's right. Everybody he does says, better. I bless those who bless you. That's another thing that God promises. And that's, you know, a little bit out of context with, well, with some of that scripture. But it's the same concept, right. you know. You practice those things that he says, then it becomes it becomes uh, it comes to to flourishion. It happens. Well, we need to you wake up. That same gift. I always mm-hmm. say I have a thing I put on a post once in a while. Wake up. We just need to wake up. We are asleep. Mm-hmm. We need to wake up. So we are asleep, and we need to wake up. But you can't wake up with legalized marijuana, smoking weed, and acting acting silly. You can't wake up with the alcohol. See well, the. On, on the there was a alcohol liquor store in every corner in the African American yeah. community. Oh yes, liquor store oh, yeah. in every corner. So the oh. alcohol is wearing off for them. Mm-hmm. So they say, mm-hmm. okay, well, alcohol ain't working like it was. Now, but gonna, you know, that weed, that's and it's you know it's it's so foul. It's not even the same smell like back in the day. No, it don't even smell like weed. I don't know what that stuff is. I ain't smelled no weed in a long time. And back in the day, I smell a little weed, but yeah, I don't smell any weed. This, this ain't weed. no weed. That's that's some kind of. I, that might be some for real weed out of some desert somewhere. But that, <laughs> shoot, something somebody you know yeah. out of the uh, chemical lab or something maybe. But no, I don't know. But all this stuff is destroying it. But you know what? Yes. It's not everybody. So that's what makes it a good thing about all this. It's not yeah. everybody. Not everybody drinking alcohol. Not everybody smoking weed. There's a yeah. lot of good black folks in America. A bunch yeah. of them. I'm serious. There's a lot. And, and what inspires me, we get so many people coming here, and they say, "Oh man, I'm glad you're here. Thank God." This and that, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that that kind of lifts me up because sometimes I be like down over people coming to say something stupid. You know, you know, and, and but when folks come in here and they just they're glad that I'm that we are here, there's a black owned beauty supply store and it inspires me to be a better person. And mm-hmm. and I think that's what we need. We need to, to inspire each other to be a better inspire person. Inspire each other. other that's be better, good. Be better. Each day you see somebody on the street instead of mugging them, because I don't know what's with the oh. mugging thing now. I ain't figured that out yet. You you walk past I can't, somebody, I you know, can't help but smile. We're from the old school, so you see somebody, yeah. we normally, you know, brothers, we normally do the head up like that, uh, you yeah, know, what I mean? right, or something like that. And if you look at a sister, you, you just kind of just, you know, you, you ain't trying to talk to her, you just try to say mm-hmm. hi. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody's just like looking at you like you like you did something to them. Well, they might be high, huh? <laughs> they might be high. I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. you, you know, know and then a lot of them say the hi line. to one another, say hi. You see a yeah, brother, say hi, say hi. how you Smile. doing? Smile. Yeah. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with smiling. Mm-hmm. Smiling has nothing to do with anything wrong. Mm-hmm. You don't do that every day. You, and I think we can change this thing in about 20 years. <laughs> that, that sounds good to me. That's that's hopefully for our checkout. I'll yeah, see some too. of it. At least we got we gotta start saying we gotta start smiling yeah. at each other yeah. and grinning at each other. And mm-hmm. and brother, if you got your pants, if you're gonna hold one pan up or up your leg and smile with the other hand, you can do that too. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Yeah. You know? 
But we just need to start smiling at each other and say hi to the thing we gangsters and thugs. You know, hey, there's only there's only one gangster. Now look, there's only there was one there's only one bad brother that I'll brag about. The only one that laid his life down and then picked it up again all by himself. Now, until folk get gangster like Jesus, they ain't gangster, okay? That's right. That's right. He was, right. and he is. That's right. You can't be gangster like that. And the, and the true gangster is a man who goes to work every day and take care of his family. That's the true gangster. That you is. want a gangster? That's the gangster. That's, That's the real it. true gangster. Because he's true. That's the true All gangster. Right. That's the true man. That's the true gangster. The yes, other guys, it they is. They want to be. They want to be. That's all they are. They want to be. Mm -hmm. The true gangster man who goes to work, take care of his family, that's the gangster. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, my brother Davis. You know, just thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us. We went over a little bit, but yeah. I think we said we had to make up for it the last time. Yeah, that last time. <laughs> cult difficulties. You know, we want everyone to know, and that's a good point, that everybody is not out there doing bad. And this really is the opportunity to, to talk and share so that we can lift each other up. And we do appreciate yeah. you hanging in there and listening to us today and helping lift others up. You know, I don't care what color you are because I love everyone. And that that's really what it's all about. We do. I love everyone. Uh, uh, black, uh, white, uh, brown. Uh, I don't I don't think there's a red man and I don't think there's a yellow man. They always say, they always say I never that. Never a red man either. Uh, <laughs> well, with Donald Trump, he was a green orange man, I think. Well, there is some colors there. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in. <laughs> That's called that tan. They was working oh, on the tan. That's right. They was working on that tan. They made the spray on tan. Oh, okay. I didn't know what it was. I just thought it was orange. Rub on tan. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was born orange. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> but we we uh we do appreciate you hanging in there and everything. Uh brother, brother Davis, hold on a minute before you go. And we're just okay. gonna get let folks uh gonna say goodbye here and Okay. And thank you again for joining. You know, go out there. We we still have great classes at ASBNC Training and Consulting, and these are opportunities for you to to sharpen your saw, huh? And for us to to help you get to that next level. That's what we do at ASBNC Training and Consulting. So there's some great classes coming up. So you can go out there and sign up for some of those classes. Um, there's also opportunities for you to uh, donate to uh, fun and learning projects where we support nonprofit organizations and help with uh, child children reading, their, sharpen their reading skills and, and other skills, um, learning skills to help them along as well. So you want to participate in that, go ahead and hang out and, and give those donation links. It's only like a $5 donation link. Um, but if you want to give more, just uh, contact us and we'll go ahead and, and take that as well as far as those donations. But we really do appreciate you hanging out and uh, just take care. And uh, if the Lord says the same, and we're hoping he does, uh, we'll see you next time. Just
Justice. 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 Justice.